We believe in the truth that is in the Bible. But we don't believe in the lies that the white man has put in the Bible. We believe in Allah's prophets and the scriptures they brought to the people. We believe in the resurrection of the dead. Not in the physical resurrection, but in mental resurrection. We believe that the so-called Negroes are most in need of mental resurrection. Therefore, they will be resurrected first. We believe in the resurrection of the dead, but not when you're physically dead. When you stop breathing and your heart stops beating and that man stick you in the ground, that's all she wrote. You are not going anywhere. Your soul isn't going anywhere. Your body isn't going anywhere. Nothing is happening after that. When you're dead, you're done. That's it. You can forget it. Then if that's all of it, what about the resurrection? He says that our people are dead. Negroes are dead. Walking zombies. You're the one that the book is talking about who is dead. Dead to the knowledge of yourself. Dead to the knowledge of your own people. Dead to the knowledge of your own God. Dead to the knowledge of the devil. Why, you don't even know who the devil is. You think the devil is someone down inside the ground that's going to burn you after you're dead. Why, the devil is right here on top of this earth. He got blue eyes, blonde hair, white skin, and he's giving you hell every day. And you're still too dead to see it. We believe in the resurrection of the dead. We believe that the 20 million black people in America in the last days will be taught the truth. The trumpet of truth will sound in your ear. That is being sounded today, the trumpet of truth. And this truth strikes your ear and strikes your heart. It'll open your eyes. It'll open your ears. It'll make you stand up. It'll do the same thing for you that truth did for the dry bones in the valley. Because the picture of dry bones in the valley is talking about you. The picture of Lazarus laying dead four days is talking about you. You are Lazarus. You are the dry bones. You are the prodigal son. You are the lost sheep. You are the people about whom the Bible is speaking who will stand up in the last day when the trumpet is sounded. Black people are waking up. Black people are standing up. Black people are rising up and they're throwing fright into that knee-shaking white man. We believe we are the people of God's choice. That's what we believe. We believe we're the chosen people. We don't believe Jews are the chosen people. We don't believe Jews are the ones going to the promised land. We don't think Jews are a part of God. No, Jews are nothing but another part of that same race of devils that come out of Europe. They didn't even come out of the Holy Land. They come out of the caves of Europe. A Jew, a Frenchman, an Irishman, a Dan, all of them the same thing. A race of devils. They got different kinds. Germans, Irish, all of them the same thing. Just like you got a German Shepherd, an Irish Setter, a French Poodle, a Chihuahua, but they all dogs. We furthermore, we believe we are the people of God's choice. As it is written, that God would choose the rejected and despised. And we can find no other person fitting this description in these last days more than the so-called Negroes in America. We believe in the resurrection of the righteous. We believe in the judgment. We believe this first judgment will take place as God revealed right here in America. The judgment will take place in America. The resurrection will take place in America. The, the uh, uh, judgment will take place in America. The separation will take place in America. And the destruction will take place in America. Doom will take place in America. Doomsday will take place right here. This is the place the Bible is talking about. When the Bible mentions Babylon, it means America. When the Bible means, mentions Sodom and Gomorrah, that's America. When the Bible mentions Egypt, that's America. This is Rome. This is Babylon. This is that wicked kingdom that God is going to come and set flame to in the last days. 
beautiful thing. All this time just wasted thinking I own anything. Humility clothes me from the top of my head, soles of my feet, Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, 
and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you shall make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O Elohim, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with your free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted unto you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O Elohim, the Elohim of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Yahuwah, open up my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you desire not sacrifice, else I would give it. You delight not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of Elohim are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O Elohim, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure unto Zion. Build you the walls of Jerusalem. Then shall you be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then shall they offer bullocks upon thine altar. You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans, as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. So make sure you have your pens, paper, and uh, everything so we can take notes. Um, For those of you that don't know me, can everyone hear me clearly? Okay. Who who cannot hear me clearly? Raise your hand so I can make sure everybody can hear. Okay, it looks like everybody can hear. All praises. All right. All right. So... um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Afiel Levi Israel. Of course, that's a pseudonym because I haven't legally changed my name as of yet. 
but when I do, you will definitely be the first to know. Um, uh, a little bit of background about myself. I came out of the Christian church in 2009. I uh, started finding out about the truth in 2013. Um, I started congregating previously with a group called Israel United in Christ in 2015. Decided to uh, leave due to personal reasons in 2020. And I met EJ online as well as Sister uh, Deborah. So she's the one that uh, invited me. And then I said, hey, let me speak to your husband. And he gave me uh, some quality advice about some personal things I was dealing with. And he said, man, I see a spirit on you. You need to you need to be involved with what we got going on. So I said, I don't know. He's like, I can see in your spirit. You got you got the most high on you. And I was just like, I don't know. You know, I'm reluctant. But he kind of pushed those uh, fears aside for me and, uh, you know, brought me on. So I appreciate the invite and everything. One thing that I can recall that somebody said to me as a leader, a leader never decides upon himself to be a leader. You know, um, he uh, the person's advice that they gave to me was even Moses, when he came on the scene, he was taught in all the wisdom of Egypt of the Egyptians, but he left what he was dealing with to deal with his people, to teach his people. So the same thing with me. I have a background in orthopedics as an orthopedic technician. Um, so I personally work in the medical field. Um, but my calling, of course, is to uh, teach the words of the Most High to the best of my ability. You know, um, so I want to thank you all for inviting me on um, and everything like that. So get your papers and pen. We're going to start off. We're going to do a quick summary of uh, what we talked about last time. The title of the class is Prosperity and Righteousness, Prosperity and Righteousness, True Biblical Wealth Based on the Scriptures for the Chosen Ones. All right. Uh, we went over 2 Chronicles 24, verse 20. So if you have an opportunity, you could jot those down and then you can go ahead and read those for future reference. We went over Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. So the first one was 2 Chronicles 24, verse 20. And then Joshua 1, verse 8. So just touching on 2 Chronicles, let me go to that real quick. For those of you that weren't able to go on, I want to make sure that I'm as thorough as possible. So let's go to 2 Chronicles chapter 24 and verse 20. All right, and it reads, And the Ruach of Elohim came unto Zechariah, the son of Yehoiada, the priest, which stood above the people, and said unto them, Thus saith Elohim, Why transgress ye the commandments of Yahuwah that ye cannot prosper? Because ye have forsaken Yahuwah, he hath also forsaken you. So the key thing to uh, prosperity is, we don't understand that when we forsake the law statutes of the Most High as our ancestors has done, the spirit of the Most High can't bless us. It's like a spiritual blockade. So everything that happens in the spirit world has an effect on the physical world. Okay, I'll read it again. And the Ruach of Elohim came upon Zechariah, the son of Yahuyada, the priest, which stood above the people and said unto them, Thus saith Elohim, Why transgress ye the commandments of Yahuwah, that ye cannot prosper. All right. So we see a key thing here. Sin 
Sin is the transgression of the law that can be found in 1 John chapter 3 verse 4. 1 John chapter 3 verse 4. Let's actually let's read that because I, I want to make sure we prove all things. 1 John. This is not in my notes, but I want to make sure I touch every base so that way we can operate out of the spirit and not just the notes. 1 John, I got a big Bible, so it's a lot of page turning. All right, 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. It says, whosoever committed sin transgresseth also the Torah, which is the law. For sin is the transgression of the Torah. So sin is when we break the Most High's laws. So going back to 2 Chronicles chapter 24, verse 20. Second Chronicles chapter 24, verse 20, it says, And the Ruach of Elohim came upon Zechariah, the son of Yahuyada, the priest, which stood above the people and said unto them, Thus saith Elohim, Why transgress ye the commandments of Yahuwah that ye cannot prosper? So a key factor in understanding this is that sin blocks our prosperity. Sin blocks our blessings. So in order to obtain the blessings of the Most High, we have to find a way to overcome our sins. No matter how big it is, no matter how small it is, we have to ask the Most High to strengthen us to overcome every trial that we face. Okay, I liken it to uh, an example that I told a friend of mine. Think of yourself as a marathon runner, right? When you're running a marathon, you may come across a hurdle which is an obstacle that blocks your path, such as the way of life, right? You come across this obstacle. So as a runner in this race called faith, what will you do when you come against that hurdle? When that hurdle is blocking you, are you going to stop and say, I have a hurdle in front of me? Or are you going to say, I'm going to jump over this hurdle? Or I'm going to go around this hurdle? Or... I'm going to say, you know what, F this, I'm going to just knock this thing all over. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You have to have the mindset of no matter what hurdle comes my way, I'm not going to allow it to block it. Such is the way of sin. Sin is that hurdle in our lives. Sin is that blockage from the blessings, the prosperity, the wealth, the riches of the kingdom of heaven. So what we can do as spiritual minded people of the most high is block any uh, attempt for the, for Belial to deceive us, okay? Like it says in the book of James, it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. So if we draw forth to the Elohim of heaven and earth, we'll, we'll have that spiritual blessing. That ain't in the notes, y'all. That's the spirit, all right? All right, so touching on what we went on before, we touched Second Chronicles chapter 24, verse 20. The blocking of the blessings. We touched on Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. We also touched on 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 7 through 10. Write that down. 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 7 through 10. So you'll read these scriptures on your own reference. We're just kind of going over a summary of what we went over last uh, two weeks ago. All right. So we got 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 7 through 10. And then the next thing is 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29 through 30. 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29 through 30. 
jot that down. I know I go a little fast, so I want to make sure everybody has it. If at any time I'm going too fast, let me know. Raise your hand or say something. Make sure I stop because I don't want to. I don't want anything to go over anybody's head. Okay. I want to make sure we go over this thoroughly. All right. So First Kings chapter four, verse twenty-nine through thirty. Everybody got that? The first one you said there was one before that one. Uh, the one before that one is 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 27 through 30. 1 Kings chapter 8, 27, verse 27 through 30. All right, so now the next scripture is 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 9 through 14. Once again, 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 9 through 14. Write that down. The next part, 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. So that is what we went over last session when we had a discussion about prosperity and righteousness. Those will be the study scriptures, so I'll give y'all some homework. <laughs> All praise to the Most High. Y'all go ahead and uh, study that for your own personal reference, okay? All right, so now we're going to go into part two. Part two. We're going to touch on the blessings of Moses. We're going to touch on the blessings for obedience. We're going to touch the blessings for withholding, a, uh, uh, withstanding against sin. We're going to touch on many blessings, like the blessings within Deuteronomy 28, our economics, our wealth, our prosperity, our children, our wives. All these topics will be touched on. Okay. All right. So the first scripture we're going to go to for today's study, Deuteronomy chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30. We're going to uh, read all the way to verse 16. So from 1 to 16. Deuteronomy chapter 30. And it reads, <clears throat> And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessing, the blessing and the curse, which I set before thee. And thou shalt call them to mind, among all the nations, whether Yahuwah thy Elohim has driven thee. So this applies back then and also now. The blessings and curses of Deuteronomy 28, we have experienced. Our ancestors have experienced. But what we fail to realize is the blessings can still be placed upon us when we call to mind among all the nations where we were taken into captivity. What happened to us as a nation of people? Meaning what? When we start to wake up, the blessings of the spirit of the most high start being placed upon us. The blessings of wisdom, the blessings of understanding, the blessings of righteousness. All these things are starting to come upon us because we're waking up and calling to mind, hold up, wait, we're not black. We're not African-American. We're not Jamaican. We're not Haitian. We're not Cuban. We're not Dominican. We're not all these titles that they gave us. We are actually the literal descendants of God's chosen people. That's who we are. So we must call that to mind. Meaning what? Remember who you are. Remember who you are. You're not a nigga. You're not a Negro. You're not a Hispanic. You're not Latino. You are God's chosen people. All praise to the most high. Verse two. And shall return unto Yahuwah thy Elohim, and shall obey his voice. The voice of the Most High is this Bible, the spirit of Messiah. The voice of the, the Almighty 
is the words that we're reading in the scripture. And do according to all that I command thee this day. Thou, primarily, so you study for yourself. And thy children, that's two, with all thy heart and with all thy soul. So a factor in obtaining more righteousness is that we learn it for ourselves. That way we can be an example, not only for our children that come right after us, but for future descendants. For those of you that were on last class, remember we went over the Ten Commandments. When we went over the Ten Commandments, what was the blessing that was written right in stone, if anyone can remember? Anybody remember? What was the blessing that was written right in stone on the Ten Commandments? All praises. I'm glad I asked this question. So now we're going to go, go and look at it. I'm glad I asked this question. I want to engage you guys to make sure we stay together on this. All right. I don't want to ramble. I want to make sure that we all have an understanding of the blessing that the Most High want to bestow upon us. So let's go to let's go to it. Go to Exodus chapter 20, Exodus chapter 20, and we're going to read verse 6, Exodus chapter 20, we're going to read verse 6. This is a blessing that the Most High written in stone, you know what that means for us? This is immovable, immutable, no one can take this away from us as a nation of people, and it reads... And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Now, when we read this initially from the carnal mindset, you'll think, oh, maybe this just refers to a thousand people. Maybe this is just saying thousands of people are going to obtain this. No, this scripture means thousands of generations, meaning your kids, your kids, kids, your kids, 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 kids. Here's the key to understanding that. Look up one verse, verse five. It says this, thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, Yahuwah thy Elohim, am a jealous Elohim, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. So when sin happens, the Most High punishes that person as well as their descendants to the third and fourth generation. So then the next verse down shows us that the thousand that is talking about is not just a thousand people, but a thousand generations. Verse six, and showing mercy unto thousands, thousands of what? Thousands of generations of them that love me and keep my commandments. So now that is remarkable. That is amazing. That makes my teeth white. That makes my cheeks go all the way to, the, to my ears, okay? Because when I read that, I see that the Most High wants to bless not only me, but my kids, my kids, kids, my kids, 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 my kids, 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 after that for a thousand generations. You understand how magnificent that is? It's written in stone, and no one can take that away. When we put the spirit of obedience upon us, the same obedience that Mashiach had, that Messiah had, we will obtain the blessings forever, forever, a thousand generations. Some of us can't even think back, think, think past 20 years. 
We can't think past 70, age 70, age 80. Imagine over a thousand years. This is, listen to, listen to me. This is the most highs thousand generation plan. You know how Esau makes plans and they plan out. They say, what do you want to do in five years? What do you want to do in 20 years? What do you, what do you seek to accomplish? What are you doing for your retirement? This is God's retirement plan. Okay. This is God's retirement plan for us, for all our generations of people. It's better than a 401k. It's better than an IRF Roth. It's better than a Bitcoin. It's better than all that stuff you could think of. Okay. All praise to the most high. So the next scripture we're going to go to, we're going to go back to uh, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30. Was I at 30 or 33? 30. Okay, good. And we stopped at what verse? All praises. I just want to make sure everybody with me. All right. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse three. That then Yahuwah thy Elohim will turn thy captivity and have compassion upon thee and will return and gather thee from all nations whether Yahuwah thy Elohim hath scattered thee. Hmm. So a key thing about this scripture is that this is future prophecy. Remember, the Bible says that the Most High has written the end from the beginning. We're in the beginning of the first five books of Moses. And he's writing right here in verse three, that then when we turn to him and obey his voice with all our heart, mind, and soul, us and our children and our children's children, right? He will turn our slavery away and have compassion upon us. And he will do this wherever we were scattered. So that tells me that we have a major job to do. We need to teach everyone, listen, there's blessings that are written in this book that are for you and your children to a thousand generations. We hear stories of all our people getting gunned down in the streets, but this will give them hope. We hear uh, verdicts of people being put to jail for murdering our people. And the same week that that happens, another black man gets killed. Another black sister gets killed. But when we read this, this gives us hope because we understand that the spirit of the most high is real. Not only is God not only is God real, but his words that he's speaking is real. One for example, when you look at Deuteronomy 28, right? And you come to understand from the beginning of the book that it talked about slave ships, that happened. That it talked about yokes of iron being placed on our necks, that happened. When it talks about our sons and daughters getting taken away from us and scattered to different lands, that happened. We know for a surety that these things are documented in history as fact, immutable. So if somebody say, oh, that Bible is a fairy tale. Uh, slavery was not a fairy tale. I did not imagine chains being placed on my ancestors. So now I'm reading in the book, very couple chapters over, that it says that the Most High will turn our slavery away we are awakening to these prophecies coming to pass. So you have to have hope. You have to have hope. No matter how much bills you got, 
No matter how much stress you got, no matter what court cases you face, no matter what baby daddy, baby mama, ex-husband, ex-wife, any type of drama that you're facing, whatever the case may be, the Most High says that he's going to turn away our troubles, turn away our strife, turn away our captivity, turn away the slavery that we're facing today. That ain't in my notes. That's just the spirit. All right. Let's go to uh, verse four. If any of thine be driven out unto the utmost parts of heaven, from thence will Yahuwah thy Elohim gather thee, and from thence will he fetch thee. So the Most High is going to take us from every place that we're gathered, all the way in Hawaii, all the way in uh, Australia, all the way in the Philippines, all the way in India, all the way in Iraq, all the way in Babylon, in Persia, in uh, 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 the Medes area in uh, various places all throughout Ethiopia and the lands of Ham. We are scattered here in America, scattered in the Caribbean islands, Central America, South America, Canada. There's Negroes in Alaska. You understand? We are everywhere. The Most High says he's going to take us and bring us out and turn away our captivity. This is like so amazing to me because I'm reading it and I'm like, these are not just words in the book. These are actual historical things that are happening back then and now to this day. Verse five, and Yahuwah thy Elohim will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possess, and thou shalt possess it, and he will do thee good and multiply thee above thy fathers. Hmm. What does it mean to be multiplied above thy fathers? Of yes, it means the same global rulership that King David had, that King Solomon had, that same dominion will flow through Messiah and be bestowed upon us. I always say this when I encounter uh, believers, right? Whether they're Israelites, whether they're Christian, Muslim, whatever, right? They believe in something. I say this. Messiah is the king of kings. Messiah is the king of kings. Who in the world do you think is the of kings that is talking about in the Bible? We fail to realize we are the of kings that the Most High talks about. We are the princes. That's what Israel means. A prince that has power with God and man. Think about that for a second. The Most High designated in our name and in the name of our fathers that we would dwell in righteousness, that we would be leaders over the entire planet. I give the example of this. King Solomon, you know how wealthy this dude was? His whole entire kingdom was all gold, everything. His spoons, gold, pure gold. His, his utensils, pure gold, his cups, his basins, the door panels coming into the uh, temple and his own house, pure gold. This man was so wealthy that when you walk up to his throne, there's 12 lions of pure gold, 12 lions of pure gold sitting uh, 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 up to his throne room. 
You understand what I'm saying? So imagine us as children of the Most High. We can't even think to a capacity of how wealthy the Most High is going to place us. All right? So I just wanted to touch on that briefly. Let's read verse 5 again. We're at Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 5. And Yahuwah thy Elohim will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possess, and thou shalt possess it. And he will do thee good and multiply thee above thy fathers. Verse 6. And Yahuwah thy Elohim will circumcise thine heart and the heart of thy seed to love Yahuwah thy Elohim with all thy heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. So the Most High is going to change our mind. The Most High is going to change our spirit. The Most High is going to change our souls. That we become new beings. New entities. We're not going to be the same fleshly bodies that we see right now. We're going to contain bodies that are invincible. Immutable. You ain't going to have bags under your eyes no more. You understand? You're not going to get tired. You won't run and feel your heart beating out your chest. You won't have diabetes and heart conditions and asthma and none of that foolishness. You understand? For all your life. For all your life. I'm reading the Bible. I'm reading the Bible. Verse 7. And Yahuwah thy Elohim will put all these curses upon thy enemies and on them that hate thee which persecute thee. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a second, wait a second. The Most High is going to take slavery, lynching, executions, gator bait. Uh, uh, what's some other stuff? What's some other stuff? Uh, raping our women and children, uh, 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 wars, devastation, disease, plagues, pestilences, coronavirus, Zika virus, AIDS, uh, uh, what else? GMOs, all these things that you could think of that the enemy has placed upon us, the Most High will send these curses upon them. Hmm. I'm just reading the Bible. I'm just reading the Bible. So when somebody say, why are you saying these other nations going to go into slavery? I say, you know what? I read in the Bible where it says, Cursed is everyone that curses you, and blessed is everyone that blesses us. Have we been blessed on the earth, or do these people curse us every chance they get? They curse us every chance they get. So the Most High has a reservation, a, 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 a hotel spot reserved, <laughs> reserved for those that have oppressed us. That's a blessing. That should make you smile to know that those that put you in tribulation, the curses will be reversed upon them. I'm going to read it again. Verse seven. And Yahuwah thy Elohim will put all these curses upon thy enemies and, and on them that hate thee, which persecute thee. So these young men and women that are getting shot in the streets right now, those curses will be reserved and reversed back onto their oppressor. The same people that lynched us, tortured us, burned us alive, flayed us, and did all this manner of evil against us, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says that it will be reversed. You know how we say in the streets, what goes around comes around. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
What goes around comes around, right? Well, guess what? Like they say, karma is a B. What I say is karma is a B, a black man coming from the sky. <laughs> All praise to the most high. So we see here that the scriptures foretells of a time when the blessings will come upon us, prosperity, righteousness will come upon us, and the evil things that we face will be reversed onto our enemies. Now watch this. Verse 8, and thou shalt return and obey the voice of Yahuwah and do all his commandments, which I command thee this day. Verse 9, and Yahuwah thy Elohim will make thee plenteous in every work of thy hand and in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy land for good. For Yahuwah will again rejoice over thee for good as he rejoiced over thy fathers. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Let's read this slowly and let's break it down bit by bit. And Yahuwah thy Elohim will make thee plenteous in every work of thy hand. So that means instead of, let's bring it to today, right? We are the CEOs of the earth. We are the business owners of the earth. Every work that you do from even even on a low level, think about this, even on a low level, when we do music, it's the best music on the planet. When we dance, other nations copy us to do our dance moves. I've seen Chinese people doing a Harlem shake, okay? Now, if they're following us in, in that when we're doing wickedness, imagine in righteousness, Everything that we do as a nation of people, they're going to look upon us and say, wow, these are gods of the earth. These are the children, the sons and daughters of the most high God. Imagine that everything you touch turns to gold. I'm just reading the Bible. Imagine that everything you do is blessed beyond measure. I'm just reading the Bible. He says, the fruit of thy body. What's the fruit of your body? I want the sisters to answer this question. What's the fruit of the body? Your children. Yeah, that's right. Your children. So imagine your kids coming out. There's no miscarriages. There's no birth defects. There's no genetic anomalies. There's no uh, Siamese twins or heart defects or any type of sickness, no uh, asthma, no, uh, uh, what are some other congenital things that kids come up with? Um, no Bell's palsy, no uh, diabetes, no uh, juvenile diabetes, none of these things. The fruit of the womb, the fruit of your body will be blessed. Your kid's going to come out, out, there's a scripture, I don't remember where exactly it is, but it says that one shall be as King David and another shall be as God. Meaning you, your kid's going to come out of the womb and they're going to already start talking and walking like, hey, Shalom, most high bless you. You know what I'm saying? This is how <laughs> this is how significant of of uh, uh, power that the most high spirit is going to place upon us as a nation of people. What's next? The fruit of thy cattle. The fruit of your cattle. That means what? The fruit of your cattle. What's that? Food. 
Yes, yes. We touched on it last week. All praise to the Most High. So that's the clothing industry. Your leather belts, your leather jackets, your suede, your your uh, uh, wool, your fleece. All these different industries that are all over the world right now that are owned by other nations. It's not going to say made in China no more. This is what this is what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. We will have a global infrastructure. Do you understand how significant that is? Okay. Look at the back of your dresses and the back of your shirts. It's not going to say made in China. It's going to say made in Israel, made by the Israelites. Okay. When you look at your jewelry, made by the Israelites. When you look at uh, uh, what are other things people wear? The accessories, your purses, your bags, your wallets, your uh, belts. You know, all these things are made through animal products. So the Most High says these industries that the other nations have, you as a nation of people will have that. A lot of times we talk about building economic wealth and reparations and things of that nature. The Most High ain't talking about you having your little bitty uh, job that you have where you're working and paying your... No. He's talking about you're the CEO of Walmart. You're the CEO of uh, Hewlett-Packard. You're the CEO of Microsoft. You're the, you're the People go to you in the fashion industry to get your fashion advice. People are going to you to get sewing tips. People are going to you to learn how to cook. Martha Stewart ain't got nothing on the Israelite sister. Hello. Hello. So these things we have to come to mind and understand that the blessing that the Most High... Let me read it again. Let me read it again because I'm starting to rant. And Yahuwah thy Elohim... <laughs> I just love this scripture. And Yahuwah thy Elohim will make thee plenteous in every work of thy hand. I'm just reading the Bible. In the fruit of thy body in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy land. Now, when it says the fruit of thy land, what is that referring to? The fruit of thy land. Yes, crops. Yes, yes, your crops, your food. Everything that we touch turns to gold. Yeah, we eating these little seedless grapes. We're going to be like our ancestors where they were walking in the midst of, of uh, going towards, uh, what was it, Jericho? And they were searching out the land and they had stalks of grapes that they had to carry on their shoulders. Not these little itty bitty uh, 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 seedless grapes that we got walking around that taste nasty. No, they were walking around with clusters of grapes on their shoulders. Meaning you're going to own the grocery stores. You're going to own all the, listen. You walk into Walmart, you go to pick up some fruit, you put it in your basket, and you go away. And then you come back again and do it again, and you come back again and do it again, and you come back and do it again. You know how much thousands of dollars you buy just on groceries alone over a lifetime? And not just you, but your brothers and sisters next to you that live in, in the neighborhoods that you live in. Other nations of people are in our communities just gathering up all our wealth to build their industries. The Most High will take these things and reverse it upon, take it away from us, take the curse away from us and place it upon them. Yeah, that has to give you joy. 
prosperity and righteousness. There's a correlation between when we, we as a nation of people walk in righteousness and obtain the blessings of the Most High. There is a, relation, a strong relationship between overcoming our sins and inheriting the kingdom of heaven on earth. On earth. Remember the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want to walk on streets of gold, y'all. You understand? I got this little bitty chain around, around my neck and earrings or whatever. That's asphalt in heaven. That's concrete <laughs> in heaven. You got brothers walking around with goals in their mouth. I joke around. I say, bro, that's asphalt compared to where I'm at, bro. Get that dirt out your mouth, bro. You understand? I'm from Miami, so we walk around with goals in our mouth and everything. Imagine a world. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to go deep, but I was trying to. I was trying to make it in a way where it could make sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All praise to the Most High. I wanted to make it in a way that it would make sense. So the fruit of our land for good, for Yahuwah will again rejoice over thee for good as he rejoiced over thy fathers. I'm just reading the Bible. Remember Christ said, right? He said, right? Messiah said, you see this little, little bitty flower right here? You see this little bitty flower right here? This flower right here is clothed better than King Solomon." He was talking about a flower to get us to think of the mindset as great as, as Solomon was, the wisest man on the earth. People came from other nations just to hear him speak. Those are in the uh, scriptural references that you have, by the way, that we gave you. First Kings chapter four, first Kings chapter eight. You can go back and read that. I want you to read it so, so, so you can get the context. Okay. King Solomon was so wise People were coming from distant lands just to hear him speak. And the queen of Sheba said, not only are you blessed, but your wives blessed, your, your, your servants blessed, your soldiers are blessed. And Christ said, this little bitty flower is greater than that man. So imagine how we will be as sons and daughters of the most high Elohim raised to that level of God, raised to that level of righteousness, immortal bodies living forever never getting sick because remember he said you the fruit of your body the fruit of your cattle the fruit of your land everything you touch will be immortal just good i'm i'm just sweating i'm sweating like a, a christian pastor lord help me <laughs> all praise to the most high go to uh verse 11 for this commandment, which I command thee this day, is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. Hmm. Let's go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. Hold that page, but let's go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. I want to get a precept that matches exactly with what we're reading right here. 1 John chapter 5 1 John chapter 5 
Bear with me. I got a new Bible, so I got to flip a lot. First John chapter five, verse three. For this is the love of Elohim that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Let me read it again. For this is the love of Elohim, the love of God, that we keep, what the word keep means is guard, protect, proclaim his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Let's go back to, hold that page. Let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Hold that page. Let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 11. For this commandment, which I command thee this day, is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. Let's go back to 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. For this is the love of Elohim that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. So the commandments of the Most High are not hard to do. They're not challenging. We make it hard. We make it challenging because of the, 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 the centuries of brainwashing that has happened to us as a nation of people. We make it hard. But when we apply that spirit of obedience the Most High makes the commandments of the Mo of of God easy for us to do. Imagine, you had you had anything else that you could have done today, but you are right here, right now, understanding the blessings of prosperity, just for being obedient and righteous. It ain't a hard thing to listen. It ain't a hard thing to pay attention. It ain't a hard thing to jot down that scripture. And then the more we do it, the more we apply it. And guess what? The blessing comes just by hearing. The blessing comes just by hearing. Precepts popping in my mind while I'm talking, but I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep it short. <laughs> Precepts popping in my mind, but let me keep it short. Let's go to uh, back to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 12. Deut Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 12. We're talking about prosperity and righteousness, prosperity and righteousness, gifts that are given to the children of Israel that will be bestowed upon us right now and in the world to come. So you have to have faith. You have a business idea that you have in your mind. You have to have faith to see it through. Remember, commit all your works to the most high and do it. I'm gonna tell you something that my dad told me. Don't try do. Don't just try. Write this down. Don't try. Do. Because when you try, that means you're going half. I don't want to say that word half, but about it. You don't want to try. You want to do. All right. The commandments are not hard to do. I want y'all to get this blessing. All right. Let's go down to verse 12. Verse 12. It is not in heaven that thou should say, who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it. So the blessing of the most high, you don't got to go all the way to the heavens of heaven. You don't got to go to outer space to look for it. It's right here. 
where two or three are gathered together in his name, that's where he is. I'm just reading the Bible. Who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say that uh, uh, who shall go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it. So you don't got to go to uh, uh you don't got to go to uh, a ship and take a yacht and go all the way to the land of Israel and say, I need to get a blessing from God and get baptized in the Jordan River so I can make sure I get a blessing from the most. No, it's not beyond the sea. It's right here that you may hear it and do it. Verse 14, but the word is very nigh unto you, unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart. And thou mayest do it, that thou mayest do it. These words the Most High has made available. Think about it like this. The Most High has preserved his word for us, that you could go to any place across the land and find the scriptures. It's readily available. You understand? It's readily available. You go to a hotel room. Before you commit the act of fornication, you pull open that drawer. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a Bible. There's a Bible right here. Oh, I'm sorry, sword. We gonna have, I'm going to have to go. I can't. I can't with you. Mm -mm, I can't with you. I can't. I'm sorry. There's a Bible right here. You go and make a mistake. You understand? You go and make a mistake. You get locked up and go to jail. You could put a request. Look, man, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm a spiritual person. I need a Bible. And they will mail that Bible right to your cell. It's readily available. You go to court. And they go and pull out the Bible. And swear on the Bible. You got the president of the United States. Wickedest man on the earth. When he gets signed in, he has a Bible. The hell is this? But in any case, the Most High makes his word readily available to us. You understand what I'm saying? Readily available. He said, it ain't up in space. You don't got to go to fly to Mars for it. You don't even got to come to my throne and say, Yahushua, let me get this Bible real quick so I could uh, really learn about you because there's some wickedness going on on the earth. I need some, I need some words up ahead to help me. Help me, please. Nah, you don't got to do that. You don't got to go fly all the way over to the ancient lands and dig up Dead Sea Scrolls. The Most High already put it in the mind of our people and the, and the nations to do it. You got Ethiopians that preserve the scriptures to this day. Okay? It's readily nigh to you. That's what it says. That you may speak it out of your mouth and keep it in your heart, which is your mind. Right? Keep it in your mind. And that you can do it. You could do these blessings, man. Don't just try. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you, you can do these blessings. Okay. Don't think of it as just rules and regulations in a book. Think of it as your key to heaven and earth. Your keys to the kingdom of heaven are the commandments of the most high God. You ever lost the keys to your car and you just walking around like, damn, the hell is this? I can't find my car keys. I got to go to work. Y'all kids driving me crazy. Everybody shut up right now. Just be quiet. Where are my keys? Where the heck are my keys so I could get to work? Just in that same way that you're anxious just to find these keys, just so you could go work for the enemy, 
this right here, your keys to the kingdom of heaven. I don't think they heard me most high. I don't think this right here is the fountain of youth. This right here is the fountain of youth. Okay. Okay. This right here will make teeth that are rotting out of your mouth turn back to ivory. Ting. Ting. These, these words in this book will turn your sorrow to joy. These words in this book will turn tears of shame to everlasting happiness. This word right here will change pain and suffering to gladness, happiness, and peace that people can't understand. Why are you so happy? Why didn't you didn't you lose everything? Didn't you lose your car? Didn't you lose your house? Didn't you lose your husband? Didn't you lose your wife? Didn't you lose your kids? Didn't bad stuff happen to you? What the hell are you smiling about? I'm reading in this book. I'm reading in this book. I'm reading in this book that the most high will bless me above my father's. I'm reading in the, Okay, let me get another verse. Y'all don't believe me. Let me get another verse. Jump down to verse 16. No, 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 no. Let me not skip it. Jump down to verse 15. See, I have set before thee this day life and good. Oh, man. Life and good. I have set before you today life and good and death and evil. We already experienced the death on this earth. We are experiencing evil right now. So where the life at? Where the life at? I'm already seeing my people gunned down in the streets. Where the life at? It comes by adhering to this word. That's why I said earlier, this is the keys to life. These are the key. This is the fountain of youth. People traveling all over the world to figure out roots and and super herbs and and super fruits and what else? Other super, super, super duper stuff and supplements and vitamins to stay healthy. But I'm reading here that this right here is going to give us good life, eternal life forever, ever Forever, like that outcast song, forever, ever, 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 forever. Okay, good life. So guess what? The Most High doesn't give us a choice. He says, choose ye this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of back then or the gods of your ancestors. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Most High. But choose life. He tells you specifically, choose life. Now, we got to be some big dummies, like they say in that uh, Fred Chef, you big dummy. We got to be some big dummies if we read the words out of this book and say, nah, to hell with this. I want to be walking charcoal like everybody else. Mm -mm. Nah, no thank you. Do you know that the Bible says that the wicked are going to be ashes under the soles of your feet? Who want to be charcoal, y'all? Who want to be charcoal? I don't want to be charcoal. Lord, please don't let me be charcoal. So 
Let us strive. <laughs> Let us strive to do the best that we can to adhere to these words, to follow these words, to do. I ain't even finished, y'all. I got some more. Let's go to uh let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 33. Deuteronomy chapter 33. I ain't even halfway finished. Most high help me. I'm gonna read a little quick. We're going to read from verse 1 all the way to 11. These blessings are so good that I don't want to just brush past it. I don't know, y'all. We might have to do like a part three and a part four. Because <laughs> there's so much scripture. Because we touch on the, on the uh, uh, curses of Deuteronomy 28 a lot of times in different studies. But we don't touch on the blessings of prosperity and righteousness. We think that righteousness gives us some money. The pastors in the church tell us, sow your seed, put in your tithe so you can get a blessing from the Lord and all this foolishness. And I still can't pay my bills. But when I actually read the true blessings of the Most High, it ain't just about a dollar. It ain't just about, it's about long health. It's about wealth. It's about the dew of heaven having rain. It's about having access to all the natural resources of the earth. It's talking about being kings and priests and rulers across this planet. Across this global domination. Hello, somebody. Talk black to me now. Deuteronomy chapter 33 and verse 1. And this is the blessing. And this is the blessing. Let me read it again. And this is the blessing wherewith Moshe, the man of Elohim, blessed the children of Israel before his death. Imagine the love that a man has for his people. That before he touches the grave, he says, I'm going to bless you. Imagine the love that a person has for his people that he says, before I die and leave this earth, I am going to bless you. And he said, Yahuwah came from Sinai and rose up from Seir unto them. He shined forth from Mount Paran, and he came with 10,000 of saints. From his right hand went fi a fiery law for them. Now, this scripture alone, there's a lot of breakdowns that you could get from this, but I don't want to go too deep. If this scripture right here, mm, just to touch on it briefly, it touches on it touches on him going on Mount Sinai. It touches on him teaching us his laws. It touches on him destroying the Edomites, our mortal enemies. It touches on the angels of heaven coming down with him. It touches on us being righteous and pouring forth a law that scorches the entire earth. But that's, that's another lesson for another day. Verse three. Yea, he loved the people. All his saints, that's the children of Israel, are in thy hand. And they sat down at thy feet 
everyone shall receive of thy words. Moshe commanded us a Torah, even the inheritance of the congregation of Jacob. And he and he was king in Yeshurun, when the heads of the people and the tribes of Israel were gathered together. Let Reuben live and not die, and let not his men be few. And this is the blessing of Yehuda. And he said, Hear Yahuwah, the voice of Yehuda, and bring him unto his people. Let his hands be sufficient for him, and be thou at help to him from his enemies. The Most High, even right now, is a help for us from our enemies. He gives us a little bit of mercy, even in this captivity. Imagine, we went from living on slave, living on slave ships, having people vomit on each other, having fecal matter and urine and childbirths and menstrual cycles on ships to taking into shacks, living in the outhouses, living in, in shabby uh, places, living in the ghettos and slums of America. So many of us now have air conditioning. Many of us now have cars. Many of us now have access to going on to the internet just to be able to obtain this blessing. Little by little, the Most High is growing us and developing us. Even though we may seem like we don't have enough, when you look at the third world countries, we have way more than the people that live in third world countries. Trust me. My family are from the islands of Hispaniola that live in the mountains. For those of y'all that have family that live in, in the islands and stuff like that, you know for sure, in their eyes, America is a land of milk and honey. So our kingdom is going to be excel way past what we're in right now. Way past that. So the Most High says, right? Continuing on, we'll go to verse 8. And of Levi, he said, let thy Thummim and thy Urim be with thy Holy One, whom thou didst prove at Massa, and with whom thou didst strive at the waters of Meribah, who said unto his father and his mother, I have not seen him. Neither did he acknowledge his brethren, nor knew his own children, for they have observed thy word and kept thy covenant. Shout out to team Levi. Verse 10. They shall teach Jacob thy judgments and Israel thy Torah. They shall put incense before thee and hold burnt sacrifice upon thy altar. Verse 11, bless Yahuwah his substance and accept the works of his hands. Smite through the loins of them that rise against him and of them that hate him that they rise not again. The time will come when we as a nation of people will have all these blessings, you could read chapter 33 for yourself later on. But the Most High says that all these blessings will come upon the children of Israel, where our enemies won't be able to stand against us. They won't be able to stand against us. Let's go to the next scripture. Go to Deut uh, Let's go to Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. We're going to go a little bit faster because I want to make sure that we get all these scriptures. Psalm chapter 1, 
verse 1 through 3. Remember, the topic is, the topic is blessings, right? Prosperity and righteousness. True wealth and prosperity, according to the scriptures, for God's chosen people. And it reads, Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the Torah of Yahuwah. And in his law, Torah, doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Let's read it again and let's break it down. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You know what the counsel of the ungodly is? Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Cat Day, Dog Day, uh, uh, my hair, uh, my hair day, my shaving day, all these days that the heathen just come up with. Gay Day Parade, uh, 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 Homosexual Day, LGBTQRSTUV Day, whatever days that they come up with, that is the counsel of the ungodly. They don't got God. They don't have God. They don't know God. A people that put us into slavery and chains and beat us till we was bloody and lynched us cannot know God. They cannot. That's why I can't stand walking past the church because I'm like, this place was built on the blood of my ancestors. That's why I can't walk into a school and not think this place was built on blood of Native American Indians and blacks. That's why I can't walk into a courtroom and say this place can't have no justice because y'all all are ungodly. Nor standeth in the way of sinners. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. You know what's the scornful? These mockers. Oh, you believe, you believe in that Bible thing? You, t you believe in that Bible? You're so stupid. Why you believe in that Bible, man? That Bible a fairy tale, man. Man, we've been reading that Bible since 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 the time of Moses. And y'all, y'all, man, forget all that Bible stuff. Forget all that Bible stuff. Or what's what's another counsel of the scornful? My brother, my brother, Jesus is not a black man. Jesus is a white man. Jesus looks like. Charleston Heston and, and, and Brad Pitt, and, and he is not a black man with woolly hair. But I read out the Bible that Yahushua had woolly hair, and his feet is so dark, it looked like it burned in a furnace, and you're telling me that Christ is white. That Christ is white. No, no, no. That is slave mentality. That is slave mentality. That is the seat of... Of the scornful, the mockers, those that say they believe in God, but don't do nothing as Bible say. They're a scornful person. Those that are bitter and envious and hate their brother. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of different Israelite communities. There's camps. There's churches. There's synagogues. There's temples. 
It is not our role as the chosen ones to degrade people from their light. Their path is their path. You see me on this platform? I used to be a part of a camp. I used to be a part of a camp. But I I don't go out my way to even interfere with nothing they got going on. I used to be in the Christian church. I used to be a part of the Seventh-day Adventist church. I don't go in their way and mess with nothing, nothing they got going on. Because I go out of my way to remember what the scriptures say. If you have knowledge, don't argue with a fool. It's better you just keep your mouth shut and say, may the most high bless you. Instead of you getting into an altercation with somebody and get your ass beat for no reason. Don't cast your don't cast your pearls to swine, y'all. Don't cast your pearls to swine, y'all. Lest they turn and rend you. Hello? Don't go against the seat of the scornful. People that's mocking the Bible and don't want nothing to do with what this word say, just leave them the hell alone. Hey, may the most high bless you, charcoal. See ya. Deuces. Bye. Verse three, I'm sorry, verse two, but his delight, his joy, his happiness, his peace, his delight is in the Torah of Yahuwah and in his Torah does he meditate day and night, day and night, day and night. I got to say it again, day and night, day and night. When you wake up in the morning, before you brush your teeth, you better be praying and reading this Bible. Before you go to sleep at night, you better be praying and reading this Bible. Day and night. Day and night. If somebody gave you a gold chain, a gold chain, would you take that gold chain, put it in the closet and, and, and leave it alone and not wear it around your neck? Nah, you're going to wear it because you hold that thing precious to you. This was a gift from my father. This was a gift from my mother. This was a gift from my spouse. You're going to hold it close to you. This is gold. This is gold. It even says it. It even says it on my Bible. His word, Hebrew, is life scriptures. Gold edition. Gold edition. Okay. This is pure gold. This will give you the blessings that you so desire. But his delight is in the Torah of Yahuwah. And in his Torah does he meditate day and night. Verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. So now think about this. In order for a tree to grow, what does it need? Um, yes, water and light. Can anybody tell me where's water in the scriptures? Yes, where is water according to the Bible? Ooh, all praise to the most high. I just flipped my Bible and it went right to it. Wow. Wow. Go to Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 26, Ephesians chapter five, verse 26. Remember, he is like a tree. The righteous one is like a tree planted by the rivers of water. 
So now we're going to find out what the water is. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26, and it reads, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. So the words of Elohim, the words of the Most High, is the water. What does the water do? It replenishes your body. What does water do? It cleanses you when you take a shower. It takes the filth off of you. In the same way, when you read in this Bible, it fills your spirit. It gives you hope when you feel depressed. When you feel dismayed, when you feel fearful, it turns it to courage, it turns it to strength, it turns it to joy, it turns it to happiness. When your mind is clouded by worry and stress and doubt and anger and malice and, and unforgiveness and bitterness and, and all types of evil, this water cleanses and purifies and cleans and subdues and refreshes your spirit, your soul. Talk black to me now. Think about it. We're just like a tree planted by the rivers of water. A tree that is planted by a river has sustenance, has energy, is able to grow better, and is able to bear more fruit. Remember what Messiah said, you shall know them by their fruits. Whether it's a good tree or a bad tree, the Most High likens us to trees. So we need to be a righteous tree. A good tree is a tree that is planted by water. So a good person or a righteous person is someone that is planted by the Bible, rooted by the Bible, watered by the word. If you ain't reading your Bible, your fruit is shivering. Shiv sh oh, I can't even say the word. Most I help me. Shiver, chivalry. Sh what's the word? Golly. Sh shriveling. Shriveling. I'm sorry. I'm Levi. Please help me. Shriveling, meaning sinking, meaning uh, uh, crumbling. Crumbling. They're, it's unfruitful. Yes, shrinking. Thank you. If you're not meditating on the word day and night, your spirit gets lower and lower and lower and lower to the point where you start getting depressed, you start getting sad, you start getting doubtful, you start gossiping about people, you start lying, you start stealing, you start fornicating, you start doing all manner of evil and wickedness. No! Overcome that by planting yourself in the word. Planting yourself by the rivers of water. Does this make sense? Yes. Absolutely. All praise to the most high. I want to make it, I want to make it so plain that a five-year-old can understand it. I want to make it so plain and easy because because a lot of times what people do, they're reading the scriptures, but they don't try to make it plain for us to understand. So I want to make sure that when we read it, we understand it fully. Reading on, verse 3, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, planted by the word of the Most High, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Like Christ said, you shall know them by their fruits. 
his leaf also shall not wither. So the fruit and the leaves that you have, the righteousness that you have will not shrink away. It won't wither away. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Whatsoever you do, whatsoever you do shall prosper. You go to work one day and all of a sudden your co-worker's just extra nice to you. You go to work one day and somebody be like, man, you glowing, you shining. I don't know what's going on. You just seem so happy. Why are you so happy? What's going on with you? Why you got a smile on your face? You feel refreshed in your spirit because the burdens of this world are pulled off of you. Think about this. We live in a 24-hour society, right? Yes or no? We are bombarded with Social media, notification after notification, calls by people, work, children, uh, 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 getting groceries, paying bills. There's no rest. This moment right now on the Shabbat, on the Sabbath, you have rest. Because one, you're acknowledging the creator. And right now while we're reading the word, your spirit is getting refreshed by the water. The Most High was so smart, he said, not only are you going to acknowledge your captivity from the Sabbath, not only are you going to acknowledge creativity, but I'm going to put a blessing in that day just so you could obtain the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Talk black to me now. You are obtaining the righteousness of the word right now as we speak. Right now, as we speak, the Most High is imparting to you that whatever you touch is turned to gold. Everything that you do will prosper, whether your businesses, your children, your, your financial outcome. If you decide to walk in righteousness, the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will be bestowed upon the children of Israel. Somebody say, prove it to me. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Somebody say, prove it to me. Prove it. All right, let's bring it out. Let's let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter 27. Let's go to Genesis chapter 27. We're going to prove it out the Bible now. Genesis chapter 27. And we're going to read the blessing. We're going to read the blessing. That our forefather gave to us. Genesis chapter 27. And we're going to start at verse 27. And he came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him. And he said, see the smell of my son as the smell of the field which Yahuwah hath blessed. Verse 28, therefore, Elohim, give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and corn, plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be a don over thy brethren and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that curseth thee and blessed be everyone... Let me read it correctly. And blessed be he that blesseth thee. 
Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me read it again from verse 28. Therefore, God, give thee of the dew of heaven. Remember, everything you do shall prosper. So it's going to rain on our crops. The Most High will pour out the windows of heaven, a blessing on our crops, that our businesses that work from crops will be successful. Your grocery stores your restaurants. We are supposed to be the leaders in these factors all across the earth. Just like you have Fortune 500 companies, I'm showing you out of the Bible that the blessing of the children of Israel is irrevocable. The Most High will bless you on earth as it is in heaven. Meaning when we walk upright, we will obtain these spiritual blessings in this world and in the world to come. Talk black to me now. The Most High will bless the fatness of the earth. That means everything you touch in the earth is going to be blessed. When you dig in the earth, there's gold, there's platinum, there's rubies, there's gems. So all these industries that create billions and trillion dollars of wealth will be bestowed upon the children of Israel. Talk black to me now. I'm reading out of the Bible. I'm reading the words of the book. Let me read it again. Therefore, Elohim, give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. What comes from corn? You got potato chips, right? That comes from potatoes, rather. You got corn chips. You got corn on a cob. You got high fructose corn syrup, right? So these industries that use these sugar products, the soda industries that have, use high fructose corn syrup, the uh, uh, pop tarts, the uh, what else use uh, the cereals, all these industries that they uh, offer in the uh, supermarkets, the Most High has for you. I'm just reading out of the Bible. So that means these industries that the other nations have will flip on its head. Every aspect of America that you think is good will be turned to the children of the chosen. Because remember, we read it right here. Curse is everyone that curseth you and blessed be he that blesseth thee. Have we been blessed, y'all? Or have these nations run amok with us? They've run amok. So guess what's going to happen? All these nations going to get it. Moab going to get it. Esau going to get it. Uh, 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 Japheth going to get it. Uh, the indigenous Africans going to get it. All of them are going to get it. And we are going to be the top ruling nation on the earth. The top ruling nation on the earth. Now, I'm going to ask you a question to ask me. Prove it to me. All right, let's do it. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. Write this down. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And it reads, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of Yahuwah thy Elohim, to observe to do, all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that Yahuwah thy Elohim will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what Bible are you reading? Did it really just say that? 
That, that can't be in the Bible, y'all. That can't. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said to prove it to y'all. We're reading out of the book. We're reading out of the book. It says, and it shall come to pass. That means this is future, future prophecy. What happened in the past was written for our learning that we through patience and the comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Romans chapter 15, verse four. It is written in this Bible that if we diligently, consistently, persistently, without fail, follow and listen to the voice of God, this Bible, that we're going to have blessings on blessings, y'all. Blessings on top of blessings, y'all. Blessings on top of blessings to a thousand generations. Hold that page. Let's go back. Let's go to Exodus chapter 20. We're going to pull some precepts now. So stay with me. Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 6. Man, I'm sweating like a Christian pastor. Lord help me. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 6. And showing mercy unto thousands of them, thousand generations of them that love me and keep my commandments. This is in the Ten Commandments. It is written in stone and it's irrefutable. Somebody say, God is not a man that he should lie. The Most High wrote in stone that he's going to bless us to a thousand generations. Y'all got to have faith. I got to have faith. The words that I'm giving you is not for myself only, but for everyone that's under the, the, the uh, ears, that's using their ears. Like Christ said, if you have ears to hear, let you, let you hear. If you have eyes to see, foresee this coming to pass. Because when we read back in Deuteronomy 28, we talk about the curses. We talk about the slave ships. We talk about chains on our neck. But it reads that we're going to be above all nations of the earth. Even a white man, y'all? Yes, a white man too. Even a Chinese man? Yes, the Chinese man too. Even a Japanese man? Yes, the Japanese man too. Even the Russian man? Even the Russians too. The Australians? Even the Australians. The British? But the British been around for centuries. Even the British too. What about the indigenous Africans? Even the Africans too. What about the Asians? The entire planet. The entire planet. The entire planet will be under the domination of Messiah and the saints of the living God. Y'all see, see my smile right here? This putting dimples on my face now. This putting dimples on my face now. The Most High has a reservation for you to the kingdom of heaven. Will you come? The Most High has a reservation to live eternally on the earth. Will you come? The Most High has a wedding supper. Everybody love weddings, y'all. Will you come? It's an open invitation. It's an open invitation. Look at verse 2. Verse 2, and it reads, And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of Yahuwah thy Elohim. 
All these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of Yahuwah thy Elohim. All these blessings, all the, <laughs> I got to read it slow. All these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of Yahuwah thy Elohim, blessed shall thou be in the city. No matter what city you go, all across the earth, no matter what city you go, all across the planet, you will be blessed. You're not going to live in the ghettos and slums anymore. You're not going to live on the lower ends of society. You're not going to live in poverty anymore. The Most High says, blessed shall thou be in the city. Let me say it again. You're not going to be in poverty anymore. You're not going to be the lowest level of society as a race of people. The Israelites are going to be above all nations. So the mansions of the earth, the castles of the earth, the uh, the uh, 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 prestigious quarters all over America that these other nations live in, they're reserved for you. Talk black to me now. Sisters, you are the princesses of the Most High God. Brothers, you are the princes of the Most High God. You are royalty. That's why we always say, Bibles opened, legs closed. Bibles open, zippers closed. Bibles open, lips closed. Hear God and not your own doubt. Hear God and not your own thoughts. His ways are above our ways. We think a we think a blessing. Let me calm down. We think a blessing is when we find twenty dollars on the ground. Oh, Lord, thank you, Most High. Thank you for this blessing. We found $20 on the ground. I had to put gas in my car, and I found it $20. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. You are meant to rule the earth. $20 is chump change. Why do you think, why do you think it says in the scriptures that we're supposed to give to the poor? You're going to own everything. So it's going to be nothing to you to give to your people and to give to the poor. The blessing will be so abundant. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 15. Y'all don't believe me, man. Y'all don't believe it. Y'all don't believe this Bible, man. Deuteronomy chapter 15. Hold that page. Hold Deuteronomy uh, 28. We're going to go back there. But let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 15. Remember the topic, prosperity and righteousness. When you're righteous, you will be prosperous. When you do good, you're going to be blessed. If you do bad, you're not going to be blessed. But this is why the Most High God says give to the poor. Deuteronomy chapter 15, we're going to start at verse 7. And it reads, write this down. If there be among you a poor man of one of thy brethren, this ain't saying everybody now, this ain't saying everybody now, if there be among you a poor man of one of thy brethren within any of thy gates 
in thy land which with Yahuwah thy Elohim giveth thee. Thou shalt not harden thy heart, nor shut thy hand from thy poor brother. But thou shalt open thy hand wide unto him, and shalt surely lend him sufficient for his need in that which he wanteth. So whatever this person lacks, if you have $5, give him a dollar. I'm not saying give him all your money. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. Don't be simple. But if you have $20, you could afford to give $2. If you have $100, you could afford to give $5. If you have $1,000, you, you could afford to give $100 to your brethren, your people that's seeking to live righteously. Not, not the wicked, not the other nations, your brethren, because the Most High will bless you. He that watereth others shall be watered himself. That's according to Proverbs. This is not a suggestion. This is a law. Verse 8. But thou shalt open thy hand wide unto him, and shalt surely lend him sufficient for his need, in that which he wanteth. Beware that there be not a thought in thy wicked heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of release is at hand, and thy eye be evil against thy poor brother, and thou givest him not. And he cry unto Yahuwah against thee, and it be sin unto thee. Thou shalt surely give him, and thy heart shall not be grieved when thou givest unto him, because that for this thing, Yahuwah thy Elohim shall bless thee in all thy works and in all that thou puttest thy hand unto. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So when we bless our brothers and sisters in righteousness, the good that we do comes back to us tenfold. When we do good by one another, no one will lack. Remember the mindset of the disciples. When they were building, what did they do? Everybody gathered everything that they could together and they were able to distribute freely what they had to give to those that were in need. It wasn't just one pastor lining up his pockets saying, we got a church fundraiser, y'all. We got a church fundraiser, y'all. We're going to do the church building and, and build this building. And they've been building the building for 20 years. And the bathroom's still raggedy. We ain't talking about that. We are talking about your neighbor is in need. You have an abundance of food. And you telling me that you can't fix a plate to give to them? You got food in your fridge and your sister or brother can't put diapers on their kids, can't give them food, and you can't spare a plate? Come on, y'all. We got to do better because guess what? You are royalty. The blessings that the Most High will place upon you as a nation of people, you're going to be above all nations of the earth. So what's a plate of food? Remember the blessing that Messiah said. I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me water to drink. I was in prison and you visited me. I was naked and you clothed me. 
Oh, praise to the most high. This ain't even me. The words coming out of my mouth is not me. The, the Messiah said these things because he understood the kingdom mindset of abundance, of righteousness and prosperity. When you walk a righteous life, the things of this earth will already be bestowed upon you. Helping others will be a light thing to you. You understand what I'm saying? Helping helping your people is sometimes a struggle. It's sometimes a struggle. You remember that time I gave you $20? Nigga, you ain't never paid me back for that $20. You remember that? You remember that time I gave you? We got to put away, we have to put away the slave mentality. We are not slaves. We are sons and daughters of the most high God. You have to think in an abundant mindset, just like Christ thinks. I'm going to look out for my people that are in poverty because blessed are the poor for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's why if I have a brother or sister in need, if I got it, you got it. If I don't got it, I'm going to tell you straight. Hey, bro. Hey, sis, I don't got it. I can't help you now. But when I do got it, I'm going to look out for you. You understand? The most High even tested me. On that, I had random people message me and say, I need some diapers for my kid. Can you help me? I don't know you, but you my people. I'm going to help you out. But you better not be wicked. And you better start following the laws of the Bible. Hey, I got a radio show. Why don't you listen to it every now and again? Maybe the Most High will bless you. Hey, there's resources available for you. If you need, I'm going to give you uh, access to where you can call uh, either the Salvation Army or Goodwill or anything. Don't just help them and walk away. Help them and give them access to better resources because maybe they don't know. You understand? The blessings that you give others will come back to you sevenfold. Let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now that we covered that law real quick. Now that we covered that law, let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28 and we're going to read verse 4. We're going to read verse four. Oh, look, most high. I don't even got enough. I don't got enough time. It's about to be nine o'clock in like eight minutes. Oh, man. I still got. I'm right here. Like right there. And I still got this and this. So we might have to do like a part two, part three, part five. Most high willing. If I don't die or something happen. All right. So. Verse, where was I? Verse four. Remember the topic, prosperity and righteousness. Oh, before I forget, in the New Testament, it also says this. It says, never be weary in well-doing. Never be tired of doing good. Meaning what? There's a blessing that gets bestowed upon us when we walk righteously. When we put away the evil that we're doing, there's a blessing little by little, the different habit traits that we used to do, the most high can take it away from us and start bestowing upon us the spirit of righteousness. If you used to smoke a lot, the most high will change that where you don't smoke anymore. If you used to uh, uh, fornicate a lot, the most high will take that spirit away from you where you find that husband or wife that you desire, right? If if you used to be a heavy drinker, the Most High will take that away from you and bless you where you can have a little bit of wine and not get drunk no more. 
You'll do things in moderation. Every aspect of this society that degrades us to the level of sin, the more we put the spirit of obedience upon us, the most high helps us little by little. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to Elohim and he will draw nigh to you. I'm telling you this because I'm trying to strengthen somebody. I don't know who it is, but I want to strengthen you to overcome the evil so the blessings of the good can be bestowed upon you. Reading verse four. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. So your children are going to be blessed. Remember, we read it in Exodus 20. Your descendants to a thousand generations will be blessed. That's the fruit of your body. When 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 Isaac gave that blessing that we read to Jacob in Genesis 27, that wasn't just for him. That wasn't just for the 12 patriarchs, our forefathers. That blessing goes to a thousand generations. A th over a thousand generations. Listen. We're in in the year so-called 2021, right? Back then they had thousands of years. We ain't even past four or five thousand years. That's four or five days according to the spirit of the most high God. That's four or five days. He exists outside of time. So when he says, I'm going to bless you through a thousand generations, believe the word. Believe. He says he's going to bless the fruit of your body, your kids. He's going to bless the fruit of your ground. We touched that before. Your crops, your corn, your wine, your oil, right? Think about the end of the, uh, I'll use oil for example, right? We use oil in our cars for gas. And for oil, when we get oil changed, that's biodegradable material that comes from the earth. That's the fruit of the ground. These industries are are on the stock market, right? Stock, stock, stock market right now for billions of dollars. We are to own that. Think about uh, hair products for women, right? And for men. I put some beard oils in my beard, make sure my beard is on point. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I put some oil in my top of my head. You got olive oil for cooking. You got uh, almond oil. You got, uh, uh, what else, some other oils? You got uh, avocado oil, uh, corn oil, vegetable oil to cook food. You, you're cooking with oil. You hear people say, you're cooking with oil, nah. So imagine that, the fruit of your ground. All these industries, the children of Israel will have mm -hmm. access to and obtain. That's how you know the Bible is about us. Because I don't know no other group of people on the earth that anoint themselves with oil more than us. You know when you're reading the Bible, it says anoint thyself with oil, my cup run over with Psalm 23. Black folk put some oil on them. I, I remember I told my friend about this. This is hilarious. I told my friend about this, right? I watched this video on YouTube, right? Where this uh, lady said, I can't believe y'all did this to me. Y'all been hiding this for all my life. Y'all black folk know about the butters. The butters is everywhere. The butters. The shea butters, the cocoa butters, the almond butters, the coconut oil butters. The butters are everything. The butter butter. Y'all got butters for days. 
And she was literally about to get in tears because she didn't realize that her Ashley behind needed some butter, okay? <laughs> some sort of butter to help her out. You understand what I'm saying? This is how you know we the people of the Bible because you read in Psalms 23 to anoint yourself with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of Yahuwah forever and ever. Amen. So the blessings of the fruit of the ground, the corn, the wine, the oil, the, the, the resources, the natural resources of this earth belong to us. That is the prosperity of the Bible. Your kids will not get sick. You ain't going to be... Talk black to me, y'all. You ain't going to be worried about no damn coronavirus. You ain't going to be worried about AIDS. You ain't going to be worried about herpes and gonorrhea and STDs. You ain't going to be worried about diabetes. Why? Because the fruit of the ground is herbs and vegetables and fruits that you eat that will make you healthy. These are herbs and vegetables that you will eat that will make you healthy and make your kids healthy. These different things are blessings by the Most High where you won't get sick. Remember, we will not... In the New Testament... In the book of Revelation, it talks about how we will never hunger, we will never thirst, we will never cry, we will never mourn, we will never, you're going to be so happy, you're going to be happy on top of happy, you're going to be happy on top of happy, talk black to me now, you're going to be happy on top of happy, because the Most High is going to give you such a joyous spirit that everything you touch is gold, you're going to be like, Lord, help me. You're going to be blessed above all nations of the earth. So much, brothers and sisters, that you, you ever heard of tears of joy? You ever was so happy that you started to cry? That ever happened to you before? You're going to be so happy that you cry. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You're going to be so happy that you cry. So I just want to impart upon you these blessings because I want the Most High to really do something miraculous for us as a nation of people. Give us the understanding that there's an association with righteousness and true biblical prosperity. There's an association between doing what's good and right and obtaining the blessings that the Most High gave to us. I have so many more scriptures that I want to go over, but I don't want us to be overwhelmed. So what I'll do is I'll save this for another opportunity. We've been talking for quite some time. I'm going to open the floor for open discussion. I'm going to mute my mic so we could really sit down and talk about this. And I really hope that this has been a blessing for you. I hope that the Most High has imparted into your mind that not only can we obtain these things, but it's even at the door. When, my, when Messiah comes, he says, eyes has not seen nor ears have heard of the blessings that the Most High will bestow upon those that love him. So I want you to increase your faith, increase your righteousness, walk upright, overcome your sins, overcome your evil ways, because we walk by faith and not by sight. You don't see it now, but it's going to come. You don't see it now, but it's going to come. I got all these bills. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. It's going to come. Hold on and don't give up. And with that, I say shalom.
So let's open the floor for open discussion. I'm going to mute my mic.
thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. Amen. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. Amen. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. Amen. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. Amen. Yours is the God. 
We stand in love. 
spirit Life, if you can't take a fight, no. separating from these nations, cause we holy, right? No. Painting the canvas of art. Take this knowledge from the scriptures, cause that's what makes you smart. I'm telling you, don't trim your ways, and that's me doing my part. Shining like the moon, a star, no. a light in the dark, until we hey. depart. Light shining in the dark. Yeah, we keep commandments, see it shining like an arc. Yeah, we fix our flaws, we gon' do it till we depart from it. Is it bright in here or is it just us? We the light in a world full of darkness. Yeah, we greater than everybody else But they don't want to hear that coming from us They told us pick that cotton boy Sit in the back of the bus Or we gon' spray around the road Cause ain't no judgment for us So we long suffer Tempting trials all in my faith uh. 
I just pray that I can endure this race. Uh, repentant from my ways, return to the God that I am. I'm just glad to let you know that I am, for real. Light shine in the dark. Ain't no other nation above ours. A hundred forty-four carat diamonds was shining. Light shining in the dark. Keeping commandments washing away our flaws. We live in water. Keep on shining. Shepherd, I shall not want, I shall not want. The Lord, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Give it my people, incline your ears to my word. Sayings of old, where she hath not heard, nor have known. We will not hide it from our children, showing the truth to each generation. To praise the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works, for He established a testimony and a law appointed for Israel. Which he hath commanded our fathers to make them known to the children. The thing that said that hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. The thing that said that hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments. Nothing may set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments.
I'ma be honest. No turning back, I'm stuck on truth. I'm holding to like I'm was glue. It's you and me, it's me and you against the world. I can't win lose. Uh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Yeah. Wow. But the father told us to, yeah. Put them all in the jet light. We're the ones in the spotlight. Be like, damn right. You just say you don't want it with the sunlight. Real Jews in the cut light. Blacker than the Klondike. Who that is, that's us. Gonna be here like every night. We gon' rule the world. We gon' rule the world. Gonna be here like every night. We gon' rule the world. We gon' rule the world. Set you free, and if the sun shall make you free, then you are free indeed. I seen a lot of hopes, heard a lot of lies, but when I read the word, there's no compromise. So I'ma be honest, I'ma be honest, I'ma be honest with you, yeah. I'ma be honest, I'ma be honest with you, yeah. I seen a lot of hopes, heard a lot of lies, but I'ma be honest, I'ma be. Turning my light, shining it bright on the darkest of nights. Oh yeah, 
yeah. Princess on my clothes, yeah. Honey 44, yeah. That's the big goal in the business, saving souls, yeah. Let them show for slow, yeah. I keep my Bible close, yeah. I keep my Bible close. We don't care about what they say, eh, or what they do. We keep these laws, hey, how about you? No more lies, I learned the truth. My whole life I wasn't true. That's something I never knew. Taught me lies up in that school, but it's cool. Now it's back to this heritage. A chosen people that cast down all the heretics. These laws is the medicine, these laws is my preference. This Bible is our reference. Now it's time to give them praise and give the Lord. We don't care about what they say or what they do. We the prophets and we salute. We stand strong. Oh yeah, we do. We keep the law. Oh yeah, we do. We don't care about what they say or what they do. We the prophets and we salute. We stand strong. Oh yeah, we do. We keep the law. Yeah, we do. We do. Hey. They don't love us like they used to. No, we done found out we the truth, dude. Yeah, I know they see us up through YouTube. So strictly freestyle, don't be so rude, child. Carry laws on our shoulder. God's gonna be the shoulder pad. Crying out and we sparing not, sparing not, so we know they mad. Tis the season, eat them, time to taste of God's rap. Christ gonna bathe in your blood like some bubble bath. We got it stinking, now they smell the feet. Cause they know when these shoes come off, they gotta wear these sneaks. We done ran long enough and now we out the street. We at the end of the road, we tried everything. Huh? You up the head and now you play the victim. You said I never sold a slave or benefit the riches. We in the hood trying to figure out like what's for dinner. Now what they gon' say? We don't care about what they say or what they do. We the prophets and we salute. We stand strong. Oh yeah, we do. We keep the law. Oh yeah, we do. We don't care about what they say or what they do. We the prophets and we salute. We stand strong, oh yeah we do We keep it low, oh yeah we do Once you come in here with more Boost to 
the ground. They hear what's coming. Precepts on deck. They hear that thundering. Shalom, most high Christ blessed. Now tell me who's the king? You got that right. Put that on anything. That's something that you should know. We the prophets of the old. They ask us why we shine so bright. Tell them we the Israelites. We are the Israelites. We will endure this fight. We gonna shine our light. We gonna shine it bright. We will trust in the Lord and the power of His might. We are the Israelites. If the block straight up teaching our people to repent We tell them who they really are according to the scripts You're not black, Hispanic, Native Americans, no You are more than who these devils say that you are Straight from the line of Jacob Jacob known as Israel Israel of the light God said Israelites Will be the one to get the kingdom The kingdom that rules them all Kingdom that rules them all United we stand, divided we fall Gather ourselves together All nation of desire All nation of desire Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in The Forefront Media, and you'll be able to get updates of uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, Please do share this show if you like the show, and we do hope that you do love this show. And uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to The Forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel.